0: Welcome to the Faith Renew podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renew, check us out online at faithrenew.org. But if you're with us for the first time, please don't don't forget this. If you're new here, if you're watching online, click on that new here link and uh, let us know where you're tuned in at. If you're new in-house, we would love to connect with you. Please stop by connect our hospitality area. just want to give you a gift, let you know we're pumped that you're here and excited. And if today, if you're uh, here for a first time, we just want to just let you know and welcome you. So Faith or New Family, welcome our first-time guest today, this morning. Let them know that. Amen. So good, so good. We hope you find a home here and get plugged into what God is doing. Hey Amen. I man, there's a lot of exciting things happening around here. Ambassador Andrew was sharing, man, a lot's going on in these faith groups. Get plugged in. Get connected to a faith group. And again, if you're not uh, connected with us through membership, again, just want to just remind you next Sunday, 5 p.m., Connect Dinner, just to be able to connect, uh, just again, let you know what's going on with faith, how you can be a part of that. So stop by, uh, connect after service, sign up, there's a sign-up sheet there, or click on the Next Steps link, you can do that as well. Well, uh, anybody bring a Bible to church? Any Bible people in the church? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. If you brought your Bible, do this. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 5. Amen? Ephesians chapter 5. And we get excited about the word, and that's okay. Come on. Amen? How many knows that's okay? All right, and, and if your neighbor didn't go woo when I said Ephesians chapter 5, tell them this, say, hey, when the pastor says that whatever it is, you're supposed to go woo Tell them that. Just let them know that so they maybe no, don't understand what we're doing, but we just get excited for the word. Ephesians chapter 5, and don't forget, if you're a version Bible app user, you can click on right now that app, click on more than event, follow right along with this. I encourage you to save this message. As always, Ephesians chapter 5. When you've got it, say amen. amen. Well, let's read. Verse 22. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. I don't know if we need to go any further this morning. I believe we can close in prayer. Go to the house and say, we've had church this morning. Come on, somebody. I mean, knows I'm going to get in trouble if I stop right there? All right, so I'm going to keep going. But don't forget, that verse 21 says submit to one another. So I just always want to remind us of that. Verse 21 does say we submit to one another. But uh, verse 22, again, in case you missed it, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Amen. Aren't you thankful for what he did? Therefore, just as a church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be uh, to their own husbands in everything. Husbands. Oh, ladies, y'all quiet this morning. The guys wasn't silent. Oh, hold on. Husbands. Husbands. Love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. That's so good. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I like your enthusiasm this morning. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. That he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. That he might present her to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes it and cherishes it just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones, and for this reason... A man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. And the two shall become one flesh. Amen. This is a great mystery, and but I speak concerning Christ and the church. And nevertheless, let each of one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Amen. Can we say thank you, God, for your word? Amen. Thank you, Father, for your word. Let's pray and talk to him one more time. God, thank you so much, Lord, for your word. Now, Father, we just thank you, Lord, today for open hearts. Lord, and you are the one who is gracious and good and kind, God, and who opens our hearts and prepares us today, God. And, Lord, we just thank you for what you're going to speak to us. God, we just continue to speak blessings today over this family, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Smile at your neighbor and tell them this. Say, we are family. Amen. We are family. Amen. And just a quick reminder, if you registered, For a We Are Family shirt, you can pick those up in the hospitality room today. And um, I just want to just jump into this series and uh, just say, if you missed last week's message, go back and listen to that message and share it. Pastor Andrew shared an incredible message on bringing Jesus into your house. Amen. You bring him and take him home with you. Amen. And I love it. I encourage you to go back, get that word in you as well if you missed that. And uh, if you don't know, as you can see from the shirts from the screen today, we're in a series called We Are Family, and we've been dealing with it. I mean, and we talked about there would be moments where it would be tense and maybe, you know, a little challenging to us, and so we've been seeing that. We've been experiencing that. We've also seen God bring healing through it. Amen. And it's been beautiful what we saw God do. And I I just want to say we've hit stuff like our greatest enemy. And uh, so we've dealt with, again, sexual sin and what the Bible says. We've hit things like it reminded us that we have an ally, amen, who is with us called the Holy Spirit. Amen. And he is there. And so we've talked about parenting. We've sent direct messages to men, to the ladies, to the youth. And today I want to speak into marriages. And I want to speak into the union that God has put together through marriage. And I really feel like that through this, this time and through even the remainder of our series, as we look We're going to begin to see God do some healing, and we're going to see God do some restoring of the marriage. So there are three things like God has really put heavy on my heart in relation to what he wants to do in the marriage. One is this. He wants to prepare you for a future marriage, if that's going to be you. He wants to prepare you. He wants to show you what this looks like. He wants to strengthen you and heal if you're in a current marriage. Uh, come on, somebody. Amen. Aren't you thankful for that? And he also wants to do this. I just feel heaven. He wants to heal people from the previous wounds that maybe previous marriages may have caused. And it's okay for us to see that and be honest. And we need to know this. Your life is not over just because maybe your marriage is. And maybe you went through a tough time, and then maybe the enemy is telling you it's over for you. You'll never have joy. You'll never have life. Listen, we know, again, God is a healer, and he's a restorer, and he is so good to us. And so I'm just thankful, and I've, I've seen this. I've seen that there are marriages that are just struggling. Amen? There are marriages that are struggling. And, and I, I found for the most part, I don't believe because there is someone out there trying to sabotage that marriage. Now, there are occasions, and there are times when that happens. Excuse me. And there are times when maybe that, you know, there is someone who was, you know, that's their motive and that's their heart and their intent. But what I found for the most part is just most people, they just don't know what to do. They're struggling, man. They didn't have maybe premarital counsel. Or they haven't had somebody to teach. Maybe they're you know, we're in a place where the church hasn't just been open about what marriage looks like and honest about what we should have and, and what marriage should be. And so that's what I've found for the most part, and I've, I've seen this happen. The world is telling a lie to married people that your life ends with marriage. <laughs> Ah, right, come on, amen. That your j- joy is you can forget now having a good. You know, listen, that those are lies just as well. And so, again, we know this. That life doesn't end with marriage. It's, it's an opportunity for life to begin and there'll be a union and for it to be beautiful. And I love it. And we dealt with, again, a message on singleness. And I love it. And, we, and the title was Singleness and Satisfied. But this is the truth also it can be married and marvelous. Amen, almost titled it that, but I was like, I don't know, that's kind of corny. Cool. No, but it could be, we could be married, and it'd be marvelous, and I believe this, if you're not enjoying your marriage right now, you're not doing it right. right. Come on. And again, that's not to come against you or say, man, you're a bad person, but it's to show you, man, there's some things that we can learn and draw from, and we've seen it, and, it's, and, it's, and it breaks my heart that 50% of marriages end, now more they say, but I believe this, 100% of marriages can make it. I mean, I believe it, but it happens only this way if both parties do marriage God's way. I mean, we've seen it. You can't have one person living it out and one person walking away from it. So it takes both. It takes two to make a thing go right. It it, it takes two for this to happen. And so we have to understand it's both of us. And so we're not going to do this. We're not going to spend our energy, if you're in a marriage, you're not going to spend your energy trying to get them to do what they're supposed to do. I've seen it. You'll wear yourself out. And it takes a lot less energy for you to just do what you're called to do. Amen. And for you to walk in the marriage and do what God has put on your heart. And so again, I love this. And we, we dealt with this in singleness. But also to remind you this in a married message today, that listen, you're, in, in the marriage, we need to understand first of all, that is not the place in marriage alone that we will find fulfillment and contentment. And, it, and it's tough. In marriage, again, we learned that it's not the goal. Because what can happen is when you get married, you go find out, listen, without Christ, without him being in your life, you're still not satisfied. And it's tough. And we've put this pressure on people, on our spouses to be our Savior. Your spouse is not your Savior. Come on, your spouse is not your savior. And and it's tough. Now, husbands, we're to love our wives as if, and, and die, and give our life for them, and lay everything on the line for them, as we should, and as Christ did for us, the church. But we know this. Listen, it is not in marriage where you will find ultimate fulfillment. And so if you believe that, and you try to find marriage, again, outside of Christ, you're wondering, wow, man, I still am lacking and missing something. And I believe this. I believe it is the reason why marriages fall. I believe it is the ultimate reason because you don't have those two people that are going after God. And I've made this statement and I still stand by it. If you have two people that are going after God and his purposes and his plans, you won't see separation and divorce. Now this is tough, but this is true. And now listen, it does not mean, listen, you can't be a Christian and go through a divorce. That's that's not what I just said. But I believe if you're going after God and two people are going after God, no matter how far you are apart, if he is to go and you're going towards him, you're doing what he says, you'll love your wife, you will love your husband, you will pursue him. And that is a tough statement, but it's true that Holy Spirit we talked about being our ally, he will let you know real quick. Come on, when you miss it. So again, we pursue God above everything. But as we do that, as we go after God, as we pursue Him, we will see Him do a healing work. And So again, I'm going to throw some things at you this morning. I just want to give you three things today that I believe we need to get set early on as we understand some things about marriage. And a lot of people, they don't know this. Maybe they've never heard this, but marriage is this. It's a beautiful thing. It is. It's incredible. And so again, we want to learn how to do it God's way and do it as he teaches us in his word. So here are a few important things. I want to give you three this morning. They're right there in your notes. They're going to be on the screen. And if you don't, uh, again, uh, have the digital version, write these things down. But number one is this. Marriage is a covenant. Well, oh, it's a spiritual word, Pastor. Yeah, it is. It's an incredible word, and and, and it is a beautiful word, and that's what a marriage is. And so, if you don't understand this, Malachi chapter two, verse fourteen says this. It says that yet you say for what reason? Because the Lord has been witness between you and the wife of your youth with whom you have dealt treacherously, yet she is your companion and your wife by covenant. That's a big Bible word. That's a big spiritual word. But he's placing this term in here, and he's letting us know, again, marriage is this. Our marriage union is a covenant, and a covenant is what God made with us. It's what he made with us. And he said it this way. He said, I will be your God, I will, I, I will love you, and I will never leave you. So this is a mindset we have to get set in. And again, if you've been through that tough time where there was this separation, God wants to heal that, help you understand today, listen, that he is the one who come in and and maybe someone left you, but he didn't. And he won't because he is a God of covenant. And if somebody broke that covenant, God didn't. And he will be there for you. And he said this, I will never leave you. That's what covenant is. Covenant is when you you make this decision that you said, I'm in this thing. All right, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. So the first thing that as in a marriage relationship that we need to see is this. We need to make the decision, make the declaration that I'm in it. I'm in it to win win. I heard some in it to win it. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm not going anywhere. So that's just, that's just huge. If you think in your mind right now, if you're trying to process how to get out, Uh-oh. I told you this is going to be real. But if if that's the mindset, how do I get out? You're never going to be fully in. And so you're doing this. You're, you're going into this thing, and, and you just say, like, if I'm not looking for a way out, I, and if I'm in the bottom right now and things are ugly, I guess I'm going to look for a way up. And so that changes the mindset. So it changes your life. Man, you stuck with me. I'm stuck with you. We ain't going nowhere. Let's make the best of this thing, all right? Let's learn how to do this God's way. Let's figure out what we can do. And, the God, and God uses this terminology Covenant, that is a completely different thing. And in the English, sometimes they get you lumped together, but it's different from a covenant and a contract. And it's sad to me because, again, people go into marriage with a contract mindset, and we have a contract world. And that's just where we're at. We're in a contract world where that's what a contract is. And a covenant is completely different from a contract. A covenant is where we do this, where we're surrendering our rights and we're assuming responsibility from the other. What? And Jesus said this. He made a covenant with us. And if anybody made it, and literally he did this. He showed us the ultimate picture of what the covenant is because he surrenders all rights, and steps out of heaven. This is the gospel. And this is what Jesus does for us. He steps out of heaven. He emptied himself, the Bible says. And he emptied himself again. He had angels rejoicing around him, seraphim flying around him. He had songs being sung to him, and he surrendered all of his rights, and he assumed the responsibility of our sin. That's covenant. So you're not in the marriage doing this. Let me just see what I can get out of this. You're saying, what can I give? And, it, and it's just, this is just so true because, listen, and if both people, again, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to both today. We have to. This is how this works. We have to understand how important this is. It's why we don't get into a relationship with those who don't see the Bible and understand Jesus and covenant the way we do. Because they won't do that. And then you're wondering why, and I've seen it, and it, I'm telling you, my, I have cried, physically cried, when I have seen young men and young women get in relationships with people who are unbelievers and who don't trust Jesus in Scripture, and it breaks my heart, and I believe it breaks the heart of God because they're not going to be in a covenant with you because they don't understand what it is. And it's tough, but this is true. But we entered into a covenant, not a contract. A contract is where you're doing this, you're protecting your rights, and you're limiting your responsibility. And we're in a contract world, and marriage is a covenant. And what's true is this, and we've seen this if you've ever like, bought a home, we have realtors here, and we have people who build, and, and I love this. But if you've ever done this, if you've ever bought a home, you signed a contract. Because this is what you wanted to do. You wanted them to give you everything you could get from them. And you wanted to give as little as possible. And now listen, if you're buying a house, don't, don't get in a covenant. Get in a contract. Get everything you can. Do everything. Protect yourself. Guard yourself. Do everything that you can. But this is what we we most of us probably, if you are married or when you do, something like this was said to you. Do you solemnly agree before God and these witnesses to take this man or woman to be your lawful wedded husband or wife? To love and respect, honor, and cherish and health and sickness and prosperity and adversity and leaving all others to keep yourself only to him or her as long as you both shall live? I do. I do. Amen. That's the call. That that means this I'm with you. I'm not going anywhere. So you, if when and if I say I do to you, I do, and I still do. I mean, all these years, I still do it. So we understand this, and this is what we do. We enter into it hoping for the wealth, the rich are not the poor. You know, well, you know, no corona, we won't help them. We, won't, we, we enter into it that way, but that's not what this is. There are a lot of ifs and thens and contracts, but not in covenants. So in the contract, if the buyer does this or if the seller does this, then we will do this and we will protect ourselves. But you've entered into a marriage when you just said, I do. I'm doing this. I'm in a covenant. This is what I'm going after. So you guard this and protect that. And the world has just made it too easy. And, and we've misunderstood this to just say, man, you can break this covenant. No, no, no. You can break a contract, but we've entered into this thing. And, again, we're tuned in. We're zoned into this, and we understand. Like Matthew 19:6, he said this. He says, so then they are no longer two but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. So you've done this, you've entered into this marriage, you're in this relationship, or if you go into that one day, you're going into it with a different mindset. Maybe you entered the first one without that understanding. Maybe they entered into it without that understanding, but now you see it this way. Husband and wife, man and woman, we go into this, this is the mindset, this is the understanding that I'm going to go and let God place his hand on this. Him put us together, and I'm not going to be the one who breaks that. Oh, y'all quiet up in here when I'm preaching truth. I just read the Bible. That's all I just did. I just read the Bible. Jesus said it. Amen. So it is is something that we see here, and it's beautiful. He said, let us not be the ones who separate us. So marriage is a covenant. Second one is this. Marriage is a covenant, but marriage is also a commitment. It's a commitment that we enter into. And so in the covenant, you're saying this. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving. I'm here. This is my mindset now. I mean, till death do us part, and I'm not going to take you out. All right? I just feel like I needed to add that for some reason. Amen. Just let the Holy Ghost lead that. Amen. Amen. Death do his part, and I'm not going to be the one. Amen. That's, uh, so, so but we, you know, this is it. It's a covenant, but now it's a commitment. So I'm not going anywhere, and the commitment side is where we do this. I'm committed to making this marriage work. That's my commitment to you. Now you see this. You can't get rid of me. You're not going to be able to do it, so quit trying. Quit trying to get rid of me. I'm not going anywhere. I'm in a covenant with you. And now we see this. We are committed to one another. We're going to commit. We're going to wall this out. And these are the words we just read through Scripture. He uses words like submitting and sacrificing. Sacrificing. That's what we're doing. We're committing and walking this out. And so we understand this. Again, outside of uh, our relationship with Jesus, the marriage is the most important relationship in our life. This is what we see outside of our covenant relationship with God. If you're in that covenant, you're in a covenant relationship with that person. You're saying, I'm committed to this. And you show them this. You're a priority in my life. And the commitment side does this. I'm going to prove it. It will not be just what comes out of my mouth. It will be through my actions and how I live my life and how I show you what you really mean to me. I'm going to be in a committed relationship with you. I'm committed to you. And he's using words like sacrifice here. And if you're saying, man, I'm a priority to you, then listen, that woman doesn't have to know or ask or wonder if she's a prior to me. She doesn't have to wonder if she's a priority in my life. No, I I prove it to her, and I want to show that to her. So we make this decision. We make that person a priority in our life. We're in a committed relationship with them. And so he does this, like sacrifice. That means we have to sacrifice things. And, and, And if you're in, like, friendships and relationships with other people and stuff, there's nothing wrong with any of that stuff. Those are okay. But if those friendships and relationships and things are getting involved with the commitment you have with your spouse, that needs to break. Man, I told you, it's just gonna get real. Yeah. All right, nothing wrong with. That. I mean, I, there's. I mean, there's cool. You know, work is important. The Bible says we need to do it, and we provide. So we. But listen, if you've placed work before your spouse, priority's out of order. We make the shift. We 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 work it out. We come back in this sports. Nothing wrong with those things. Those, those are cool. Nothing wrong, but this is it. I'm showing you you're a priority in my life, that I'm committed to you, and so I want to live that way. And so this is what this means. Is this is what we have to understand. If you're in a marriage, you need to get rid of and and, re, and refuse to be the person who is selfish. Selfishness never works in a marriage. That's it. Come on. That's it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Come on, selfishness never works in a marriage. And so this is it's just the truth. Spoiled kids make horrible spouses. <clears throat> now, i do I, this. I, I want to bless my children, bless kids, again, make bless spouses. They're incredible, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to understand this. so you can go back and listen to the parenting message and help you with that one. But listen, we have to see this. And that if that is us, and if I know some people are like, well, I was just a spoiled kid in the family, so that's just how I am. If that's how you are, you have to crucify that flesh. You have to get rid of that mindset. That's not judging. That's not being hard to you. And that's just the truth that we need to see this in the marriage. Pridefulness doesn't work. Selfishness doesn't work in the marriage. And so you're doing this. I'm committed to you. So we're going to break that thing off. We're going to walk in this healing. And so we do it this way. We show them. What's the best way we show them? In our time and our energy. So we're doing this. We're making the time for our spouses. We're making the time for our families. We're showing them that we're committed to this. And it's tough because you see this a lot of times earlier on in the dating relationship. I'm committed to you. I'm going to give you my time. But then when you get married, you're like, man, I'm looking for a reason to get out of the house. Listen, nothing wrong with getting out of the house. That's okay. But listen, when it comes down to all these things, we understand how important it is that I show you I'm committed to you. I don't just say that. I show you. So, again, we walk this out. We live this and we walk in this. And we understand how important it is. And so, this if you are in a dating relationship right now, listen, and if they're not treating you like, man, you're the king or you're the queen, they're not the one. Because well, marriage is not going to make them and now become that person, so they have to understand how this works. And so they're showing you now. And again, we understand the priorities and we keep a commitment in place. Nothing wrong with doing stuff. Yesterday, man, it was like it was like Christmas time around the Rogers house. you like, what? Come on, Christmas in August in the Rogers house? Absolutely, my my South Carolina deer tags showed up. <coughs> Come on. I hope I don't offend anybody in the house. Amen. Bible says arise, kill, and eat. And I want to do what Jesus has, has commanded me to do in the Bible. Amen. But, and there's nothing wrong with it. And, and I, 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 I love it. I cannot wait to get in the tree. Amen. I spend a lot of time with God, and I just man, go after him. And while I'm there, hey, if something comes across. Why not, man? Amen. If God provides. But this is what I won't do. I won't place that in front of my family. I've been married a long time. I believe it's why I'm still married. I always still ask her, "Hey, is it cool if I go hunting this certain day?" Oh, Pastor, you're whooped. No, I ain't, I'm wise. Hey, man, come on, give God some praise. Hey, man, that's not whoop. That's wisdom, baby. And so we understand this. And so you don't just say, "Hey, this is what I'm doing." I'm helping people. I just feel that. I just, you know when you know, man, That just when it's when it's on, it's on. And it's just so you're not telling them, hey, this is what I'm doing. And just, hey, is this cool if we do this? We walk this out. So just again, we understand that this is just like a commitment. We're walking this out. I want to put you first. I want to show you. And this is what I love. My wife, when I walk that way, she's like, yeah, you, go on and go enjoy it. You need to get out more. You don't do it enough. And I'm like, man, thank you, Jesus. So, again, we are showing. So don't let those things that are good get in the way of the commitment that you have. So tell your neighbor, man, you're in a covenant. Amen. Even if you're not married, you're in a covenant with him. Amen. And you walk that out, and you're in a commitment, and you show that and live that. And the third one, the final one, is this. It is a chase. Oh, man, all three of these, I love it when that happens. Amen. Marriage is a covenant. Marriage is a commitment. And marriage is a chase. It is, it is a pursuit that we continue to go after. Even if you're, doing, if you're married, you're still pursuing your spouse. You're chasing after them. Amen. And ain't nothing wrong. Chase them around the house. Do whatever you gotta do. You, you pursue them. You chase after them. And this is what I love, man. God has pursued us. He chases. He came after us. He pursued us. And so we pursue our spouse. And the Bible uses words like Proverbs 18 22. He says this, that he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. So this is a pursuit that we walk in and we go after. And then when you find this spouse, you understand this man, even after I now have you, I'm not going to quit pursuing you. Man, we see this and I love I read this meme. It was it was incredible. That God promised men that good and obedient wives would be found in all corners of the earth. Then he made the earth round (laughs) and laughed and laughed and he laughed. Amen. But we don't stop that pursuit. Amen. We don't quit going after our spouse. We don't quit pursuing them. And we don't take this lightly. Marriage should never be put on cruise control. Hey, man, marriage should never be put on cruise control where you just take it off and you just let, no, listen, it's in low, baby. You keep it down low. I mean, like, just, I mean, you're going, you're pursuing your spouse. And you, again, you understand this. If, If you're in a dating relationship, they don't have this right now. They're not going to get it right. Unless they hear this message. So share that message with them. Amen. Let them know. But you understand this is how it works. I'm committed to you and I'm gonna to continue to pursue you, chase after you. And because this is the truth, and you don't do it by feelings. You don't do it because, again, but you do it by a decision. And it's what this covenant is. It's what this commitment is. It's what this chase is. Because the truth is this you're gonna marry them, then you, they're gonna wake up in the morning, their breasts gonna stink. Amen. He could be like, what? I didn't know all this stuff. Amen. Listen, then that's why we see this. I've made a decision. That's where those covenant come in, better or worse. Amen. That was kind of a worse moment. (laughs) Amen. But this is how this works. This is what we understand, that we're in a committed pursuit, and and we continue to chase after our spouse. We pursue them. And, And it's not like, well, I've got you now. I don't need to anymore. I've seen that. It is destructive. I told her I loved her when I got married at the altar. Do I need to tell her that? Every opportunity you get. I told him that when, you know, we got, no, listen, let them know. Speak this. You're in a committed covenant relationship with someone and you continue to chase after and pursue them. And man, it is an incredible thing. So I want to close with these two two questions for those today. First of all, if you're married in the room, listen, I want to ask you this. Listen, do you consider your spouse's needs Above your own? You don't have to answer it out loud. But I want you to think on this this morning. Do you consider your spouse's needs above your own? And this is, again, this is covenant. This is what we do. We're pursuing. We're chasing after. We're going after them. And we're pursuing their needs. Again, you can't answer this question for your spouse. And, And if your mind did this, well, they're not. I didn't ask you if they're doing it. This is going to help. I'm telling you, this is going to bring some healing to some homes if we get this. Amen. You're talk about family, man. This is how you have family, man, But you have marriages that are strong. That's how you have strong families. Amen. And so we walk this out. So the question, again, not is your spouse doing it? Are you doing this? Are you considering your spouse's needs above your own? And the second question is just simple questions today. Do you encourage them more than you criticize them? Because, again, this is what happens with Ephesians 5. If they love me like Christ loves the church, then I'll submit. Well, if she'll submit, then I love her like Christ loved the church. But you notice what Jesus did. He said, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Thankful he didn't wait on me to get it right before he gave his life. He gave his life for me so that I could be right. That's what this is for us. And so this is where we walk in. So I want to ask you this today. Just to stand today, if you would, right where you're at this morning. As a prayer team, just goes to different stations throughout our our sanctuary right now. Just divide it up in certain areas throughout the sanctuary today. Plenty of opportunities. This whole entire sanctuary today is about to become an altar. Amen. And I want to ask you again, those questions, are, are you, listen, are you doing this? Or are, you, are you living, living this out? Are you walking this out? And I also want to ask this this morning. I want to ask you this this morning. The, very mo- the most important question today that you answer is this. Are you in a covenant? Pastor, I'm 13. I'm not in a covenant yet. I'm 22. I'm not married yet. No, Listen. I'm not talking about with a person on this earth in the natural. The most important question we have to answer, first of all, are you in a covenant relationship with the Father? Through the Son, by the Spirit of God. Because this is the truth today. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will love you to the very end, regardless of what goes on around you in this world. So I'm ask you if you would just bow your heads, just first of all, just close your eyes this morning. First of all, I want to ask you, are you in a covenant relationship with the Father? Oh man, and that is through Jesus again that we learn today, that we see who again he emptied himself. And he came from heaven to earth and gave his life for us. If you're not in that covenant relationship right now with the Father, I want to introduce you to Jesus. (laughs) I want to introduce you to him. He changed my life, he made me new. And there's no way, again, I can be a husband, be a father, be a pastor, any of those things, listen, without him first. And so, again, that covenant has to be right. You have to be entered into that relationship with him above everything else. So just as heads are bound, eyes are closed in this room, and just say this this morning. Say, I want to be in a covenant relationship with the Father and through the Son. Today, first of all, listen, you may have been this. I'm not talking about praying a prayer when you was a child. Listen, are you walking in that covenant today or living a committed relationship and a walk with him today? Listen, maybe for you, maybe it's the first time you just surrender everything to God. Maybe this is the first time. Maybe today it's just a recommitment to him Maybe you're not walking that out and you say, man, I want to just recommit everything over to the Father today. Give my life fully to Jesus. Just as heads are and eyes are closed. If that's you, you, just say, I want to be in a committed covenant relationship with the Father through the Son today. Right now, just lift up your hand to the Father. I just want to pray over you. Just lift it high as you can get it. Yeah. God bless you. Who else? Yeah, raise it up high. It's okay. Nothing to be ashamed of. God bless you. Yeah, God bless you. Anyone else? mean, you can put it down. I just want to pray blessings over you right now, and just do this today. Just say, Father, I come to you. Oh Lord, I thank you for Jesus. He paid the price, gave His life for my sin and my shame. I believe the good news that Jesus did that for me. I want to surrender my life fully and completely to you, Father. I want to give my life for you. I want to live committed. I want to thank you, Father, for pursuing and chasing after me. I receive you now. I want to follow you all the days of my life. I do. Yeah, I just say I say I do. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hairs are still bad. Eyes are still closed today. I just feel that in this room that today God wants to do this. He wants to help heal and prepare and get you ready, listen, for that time. Today God has just spoken to your heart right where you're at today. Listen, you want to say this. and you, you may be single, but you're saying this this morning. I want to walk in a committed relationship when I enter into a covenant with someone on this earth. And this is what I want. I want, I want to have a relationship, Pastor, like you're speaking of. I want to have that. And listen, you're, if you're single, listen, that's, but again, you feel God is calling you, there's going to be a time. Listen, we've understood singleness again. Sometimes it's, again, blessing that is for life. But listen, this is your heart. God knows your heart. Nobody's looking at you. This is not to embarrass you. So please, just, just release that right now. But you say, you're single and you're saying this, I want to be in a covenant committed relationship with someone through marriage. And I just, I just today, I, 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 that's, that's on my heart today. Just lift up both hands to the Father right now. Yeah, just lift up both hands to the Father. Yeah, see that. See that. Father, I just thank you right now. The hands are raised, Lord, to you. And God, you see our hearts, Lord. And I just speak blessings today over every hand that's lifted high today, God. Lord, their heart is to be in a covenant, committed relationship. Lord, they know you, God. And they understand you, Lord, and they're growing in their faith and getting to know you more. That's their heart today to walk in this. So I speak this blessing over them, Father. Lord, in your timing, in your perfect way, God, Lord, they understand and walk out, God, that you have the blessings for them. Lord, it comes through you, but only through pursuit of you first. So, God, I just thank you. I speak blessings over them right now. Thank you, Father. You can just put your hands down. Just keep your hands down, eyes are closed. Again, this is a little bit different this morning. It's just how I feel God leading us right now in this 9 a.m. So you're in a you're in a marriage relationship right now. You're you're in a married relationship right now. And this is your heart. You want to have and walk in what God's word says you can have. This is your heart today. This is what you want. This is not saying, man, I'm having a bad marriage, but you're saying, I want God's marriage. I want what's best right now. That's what you want. Just lift up both hands to the Father. That's why I want to speak blessings over every marriage in this room right now. I want to speak blessings over every marriage, every home representative, over every family right now. Yeah. If you're married right now, if your hand's not up, listen, today's a day. I'm believe i going to say this, and please allow me to do this. You need to go to God if your hand's not up right now. You need to go to God right now. If you're married and your hand's not up, and this is not what you're saying, that I won't, and that's that's not me judging you. That's me challenging you as your shepherd, your pastor, your leader, and I love you, and that's why I say what I say. Because if we're married, and this is not our heart right now, this is not our prayer, God, I want to live and have all that you want for me. I want this marriage to be what you've called and what you said it can be, not what the world says. So right now, just every hand lifted. That's your heart, and that's what you want today. Father, I just thank you and speak blessings over every hand raised, God, over every union. And God, what you've put together, let no man separate, God. And I speak your blessings right now over every every marriage covenant, every, every relationship today represented in this house, in this home. Lord, today, Father, and those at home right now, God, who have hands raised. Lord, I speak blessings over their marriages. I speak blessings over their home. Lord, we declare it today by faith, God. We thank you for what you're going to do. You're the healer. You're the restorer. And we speak blessings over it today. In Jesus' name, Lord. Yeah, amen. Thank you. Yes. One more. Just heads but Eyes are closed. Just, I'm just trying to be sensitive today. This is your heart this morning, you need healing today from a wounded relationship. You need healing today from a wounded relationship. Today, right now, just the same way. Listen, nobody's looking, judging in any way. Just lift up both hands to the Father. You need healing today. Just raise it up. Father, I just speak healing today. Some of you need the healing to happen so the restoration can take place. So, Father, I speak healing today every hand raised. Every hand lifted. Yeah, just healing today over, over wounded relationships. And they let healing flow, God. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Now, as the worship team ministers and song, listen, I want us to do this. We're going to close out our service and our time in prayer. Our prayer ministry and our prayer team, listen, they're divided up, just separated throughout the room. Listen, if you need prayer for any reason, today I want, to, I want to ask you to do this. If you lifted your hand, just step out. Let somebody on the prayer team just pray with you. They're at every corner. Every every side, just step out. Say, man, I, I've lifted my hand. I, I need prayer for this area. Let someone know this. The Bible's clear on it that we should do this. And so listen, just step over. Let prayer happen in this room. Let ministry take place. If you need healing for any other reason today, let today go the healer just work in your life. So today, just as they minister in a song, if you need prayer for any reason, just step out today. Thanks again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you. If you need prayer, would like to support this ministry through your financial giving, or just want to learn more about Faith Renewed, please stop by faithrenewed.org.